Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by the newest contributor to the podcast, Greg. On this episode, we'll be discussing Can't Hardly Wait. Time to get freaky! Their first night of freedom. He is the most dope guy in school. Yeah, and school's over. Was their last chance. Amanda? To say what they want. God, you're a hottie. Hey, can I see you naked? Do what they feel. Maybe I should wear a hat. Listen here, Hootie. Hootie! And be who they are. I wonder how William was doing at the party. I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs! Can't hardly wait. Rated PG-13. Opens everywhere June 12th. Greg, are you nervous? No. <laughs> Until I said that? Until now. Until now. Now you have a dog that wants to lick you and talk to you as we're trying to record a podcast? It's, it's my therapy dog. It is. He's working it out. He'll, uh, it out. you know, he, he he's provides some support and then see he's out of here. He's like, yeah. I'm, I don't like this movie. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, we've known each other for, I don't know, 10, 12 yeah. years at least. Yeah. All right. I knew you before you had a child. Yes. Okay. You knew is. me before I was married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right long time um i know what you're into so but why don't you tell the you know the five people that listen to the podcast what you're into uh into music um into architecture obviously that's obviously you know, what i do for a living okay <laughs> uh, uh yeah for movies i'm much broader for tv shows i'm usually like into darker dramas okay like what yeah. are you watching right now? Is there something on besides? I know you're gonna say Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones are just coming back. Um, okay. Just finished Narcos Mexico, which was awesome. That's the one with uh, Diego Luna. Uh, yes, and um, Michael Pena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't watched that one. That one's a tough watch for me because I usually watch TV when I'm like working or something at home. Sure. Uh, so. Um, subtitles are <laughs> <laughs> subtitles <laughs> especially like this one where they like it's not like some shows where they'll like speak in spanish for a little bit and then they'll sure. cut the english like this one's just sticks to it the whole way so and they'll have like five minutes episode in english so if it's if i'm working hard it's uh it gets put to the end of my list okay so subtitles <laughs> are not conducive to actually working at the same <laughs> to time work, you know, which you know you could argue like how much am i actually getting done on work anyways mm-hmm. if i have a tv show i'm watching in the background but that's true fucking i'm working at home so yeah i mean look i don't think anybody i think anybody when they when they are working from home you don't assume you're going to get a solid straight <laughs> yeah. eight hours of work yeah i it's, give a solid week at, at work and then yeah. I just get my extra stuff done at home <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's more of you're going to get eight hours done at some point during that day not eight straight hours yeah yeah well and to and to be fair like i'm working eight hours at work and then this is after work weekend mm. whatever so you're, it's I'm adult just, it's it's killing uh, two birds once it's extra work yeah <laughs> that's not fun no all right uh what's the last movie you saw uh i saw um oh my god it's a uh shazam last weekend and i think i liked it more than you did okay <laughs> <laughs> fair enough i didn't hate it didn't no, love it no but I came in with like extremely low expectations. Sure. So like it was a decent movie. So I was, uh, you know, caught off guard. At low expectations. Why? Because every other DC movie that I've been even remotely interested in recently has been a mess. Yep. That's and fair. It's, it's sad because like um, at my work, we do projects uh, for one of the people heavily involved with the movies sure. recently. And it's been who's like an awesome client, but like. God, his movies are... I mean, I, th- I think we can... Not, we don't have to say names, but yeah. based on that, I think you can identify who maybe you're talking about. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well documented how I feel about yes. DC movies <laughs> yes. so far. Uh, what's the last thing you watched that you liked? Well, I mean, I guess you like Shazam. Yeah, I like okay. Shazam. Um, are you? Do you guys go to the movie? I know you have a little one. You don't go to the movies too much, right? Not... Going to a movie that's not appropriate for him is... Not doesn't happen as often. Did he go to Shazam with you? No. Okay. I did take him to see the Bumblebee movie okay. in December, which was like, he is 1,000% above about that movie. <laughs> okay. So he can sit down in a movie and watch like the whole thing or what? Yeah. Yeah. It depends on what the movie's about. Like the most recently we took him to see that. And then we also took him to see that Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. This is back in yeah 
December and January. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he sat through both those right. because they got enough going on on the screen to keep him entertained. Sure, sure. So he's like, I can deal. I can dig this. All yeah. right. Um, what else you watch on TV? Anything? Um, I got my list here. I remember <laughs> myself. Uh, let's see here. Barry. Have okay. you watched on HBO? I have not, but since I just, re- you know, I only renew my HBO Go during, just during Game of Thrones time. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably watch, uh, I, that's one of, one of the ones that I wanted to watch. I also wanted to rewatch, if I can, Deadwood. Um, but yeah, for the is it are they doing a TV movie? TV movie, yeah, yeah. HBO movie, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no, Barry was on the list of something I wanted to watch, and they have a second season coming out, right? Yeah, second season's already started. Like it already two started weeks ago. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. No, it's pretty good. It's like a, a really good combination of like somewhat of a dark subject, but like with humor in it. Right. It's pretty good because he's a contract killer that wants to be an actor. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> like it, like they all do. Is right? it as dark as like Dexter? Or a little more lighthearted than Dexter. Did you even watch Dexter? I watched Dexter. Okay. Um. Was Dexter that dark though? At some, Thinking I mean, some back points. At like, some yeah, points. there was some points. Yeah. I would say there's points of darkness in it. Um. This Barry what? seems to be more of a comedy, like a dramedy almost. I don't think that. Yeah. I wouldn't say Dexter was like a no dramedy. No, no, yeah, no. It had it had comedic moments in it, but it yeah. definitely was more focused on it. This was yeah more of a dramedy. Okay. Yeah. And then um been watching stuff on Netflix like uh Umbrella Academy, which I was like, eh, about. Okay. Even know, have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We um, want we, I haven't started that yet though. The first episodes were better than the later ones, but I thought it was it was interesting. Okay. Have you watched the uh the Russian doll? No, show? man, you're way ahead of me on anything. <laughs> As you can tell, I sit there and work at home and just fucking like just throw stuff out, up there. Just <laughs> like, bang out. Like move. a 32-inch television right behind my laptop that I work on. And you're just, just banging like, out stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have that. I don't have that luxury. Um, yeah, there's nothing that I'm like watching right now that I'm super excited about. Uh, we watch Good Girls, which which is it's entertaining. You know, yeah. the, the show that's on NBC. My wife likes it a lot. I think that's the only thing we watched that we're like, all right, we got to we got to see it this week. Other than that, oh, Killing Eve just restarted. Um, yeah. I which, watched the first episode, first season. I haven't watched the new yeah. season yet. The new season just started the second episode's tonight. Um, but yeah, besides that, there's not anything that I'm super excited about with the exception of obviously Game of Thrones coming back. Yeah. Which that was another thing I like purged like I purged like the last um uh month like burned my way through just all rewatching the them? Yeah. Okay. Because you watch them as they're on? Uh, I didn't really start watching it until, like, watching it live until a season or two ago. So, like, season, like, six? Yeah. But, like, I like I, I, like, I powered through all of them right before that one. And yeah. then I just, because it's the final season, just kind of rewatched Got it. it all. Kind of. Now you're going to watch it live? Yes. Or you're going to try to? Yes. Yeah, Sunday right. nights, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to, because, like, you, I think you mentioned it um, a couple pods ago. Uh, where it's like one of the last shows that I feel like everyone is going to be watching live. It's like, I can't think of any other show that everybody's going to watch live like this. Because you don't want it to get spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I don't want to go in to work on Monday and and I know everyone's going to be talking about it. Yeah. I mean, we're going to, we're going to do a, uh, well, we're going to try to do a recap episode every Monday. Um, So we're giving, we're going to try to give people like a 24 hour cycle (laughs) to watch it. Yeah. um, And then post it. And hopefully, I mean, it's, uh, it's not going to be spoiler free, um, but I feel like most people who would take the time to listen to a pod about the show Has will have already it. watched. Yeah, assuming. Yeah. Like um, when you guys did your Shazam pod, I just like put that off until the following Monday after I watched it. Which was funny because Damien and I had a long conversation about that pod, um, trying to be you know we tried to be critical of the pod itself after it's out, and that was the first one that we really I don't think even gave any spoilers away through the whole podcast. It's true, yeah. yeah which I was yeah. surprised. I didn't. That was not intentionally. <laughs> um, I mean, we're not trying to ruin anything for anybody, but we're also, you know, trying to give a. Uh, it's just a reaction to the movie more than a review. Yeah, you, know you guys did more of a general review of it rather than getting into like, oh, why did this person fight yeah. against that person? Yeah, I mean, none of us are, you know, writers. None of us are <laughs> film critics. We're just a bunch of people who like to watch movies and we want to react to them. Um, so we're not trying to intentionally or unintentionally spoil it. And I thought that one was the first one that we actually didn't spoil, which was weird. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, if you don't, you can just skip it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an hour and we only talk about you the give mo- it away in the title. So it's like, if you don't want to watch it, if you don't want to be spoiled, For you sure. just push it off until you 
And I, I don't even know that we talk about the movies that much. It's like more <laughs> bullshit. All right, so you uh, you want to talk about this movie? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So you uh, we were going to have you on the pod for a while, right? And for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Now it's finally happening, which is good. Out of all the movies we could talk about, this is one you picked. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I like this movie. Well, I wanted to talk about this movie is because like... Um, it was gigantic for me for some reason in high school. Okay. <laughs> so this is like... It was like... Like, I feel like for everyone, depending on like what age you are or when you're born or whatever, like in when it when it hit, when your time in high school hits, there's always like a movie or two that like for some reason really resonates with you and your friends or whatever. And this was like okay. a weirdly placed one that like ha- happened one summer. And I remember like we quoted this crap for like two years. <laughs> so that, I mean, I, we all, I think, yeah, we think, I think we all have movies like that. For me, it was in junior high going into high school, but it was definitely like seventh, eighth grade was Dazed and Confused. Yeah. For me. Um, so I, I haven't watched this movie in years, right? I pick it up every now and again. It's on, you know, whether it's on like TBS, it's on, it was on cable for a while on random stuff. It, I feel like I do about this movie, like I did about Mean Girls. I liked it a lot when it came out. I don't yeah. know that I like it that much anymore. It has some funny parts yes. still, but yeah. it's kind of a mess. It is kind of a mess. Yeah. And um, it, like I was saying to you before it started, like when I was watching it the first time uh, when we were going to do this pod like a few weeks ago, like I definitely was not as into it as I remembered being into it. But like I watched it again last night and it might have been because like I watched some of the special features before but i was like much more into it this okay. most recent time watching it okay um that being said like yeah i know this movie's like uh in the distant past because i for example i got on amazon for freaking like three dollars right the right yeah I, I think well that that's that kind of happens with the pot and that's something that i like about the podcast is when we're doing the the long form kind of like um rewatch of, a, of an older movie you start to watch it differently when you have like questions in mind or you have to yeah. be more critical about yeah. it yeah. than you would just normally yeah and even even watching it um it, so you can throw on a movie that you've seen a bunch of times and you watch it and you know might not be fully engaged like you said you might be doing yeah. work yeah <laughs> you might be doing like housework you might be doing whatever where when you watch it and i give you the list of questions you have to watch it more like laser focused rela- yeah. <laughs> even if you watch the movie a bunch of times yeah like we, you know, all the podcasts we've done, whether it's the Burbs or like the Harry Potter or whatever. I mean, I've seen those movies enough to be able to quote them. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, it, it when I'm thinking about like, okay, what's my favorite scene? It's hard for me to remember always my favorite scene until I rewatch it or remember my favorite line or I remember other lines. So that's kind of why I like doing it is because it gives you a new look on movies that you've watched so many times that you're almost, I don't want to say bored with, but almost take for granted. Yeah, or you, just kind of, you kind of like coast through it. Like, like you watch it for the highlights and you, do, you kind of don't normally pay attention to the, the kind of fat between the, the parts that you like. Yeah. And then when you're focused to focus, look at it like this and you're like focused on every little scene, you're like, Oh wow. There really is only like 10 minutes of this movie that I'm like super excited about. Yeah. Whatever. Well also, yeah, it just it, it's a lot of times when I watch it, when I rewatch these movies and I'm critical of them, I'm like, wait, I actually don't think I like this movie very much. <laughs> this isn't one of them where I don't like it. It's just it's I remember be, yeah. it completely different yeah. than watching it being critical. Well, and it's like like I, I think you said before, like when you're in high school and st- when you're younger, you're like you can like shittier movies uh, than you do now because you're like a different Place sure. Yeah. You're looking at it a different way. Well, and this movie is a, uh, is a time capsule. Yeah. Like it encapsul- encapsulates like that ni- late '90s, early 2000s, like soundtrack, yes. clothing, look, yeah. dialogue. So at that time, it's very relevant, and that's the problem a lot of times with comedies, especially like coming of age comedies that really are set in a very specific time. You rewatch it, and you're like, that shit doesn't work anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but at that time, it was great, and I yeah. think that's again that's the hardest part of comedies in general. Is like sometimes comedies don't transcend like time periods. Yes. Like yeah. things that were funny then might not be funny now or might not be appropriate. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, the synopsis a multi character teenage comedy about high school graduates with different agenda of life on graduation night. Fair. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. that seems much more like a this is the type of movie than yeah. the actual synopsis. <laughs> yeah. But that's right there on IMDb. Yeah. Came out in 1998. 
$10 million to make this movie, which seems pretty cheap. Yeah. Only made $25 million. Yes, it did not do well. <laughs> did not do well. It, I looked at it, it opened third or fourth okay. that weekend, which was like... Against what? Do you have it? Um, I've got it. No, i got to figure out where I broke it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can look, so maybe keep talking. Yeah, yeah look for it while, while I keep talking. Um, 40% cr- uh, critics on Rotten Tomatoes, which I find actually good for this movie. <laughs> Um, and 63% audience. Yes, yeah. Which I seem, it seems kind of low. Because a lot it of people does. love this movie. Yes. Like people so, our age. I wonder if it's because people are, are coming on Rotten Tomatoes like today. Because it's like if you never watched this movie when it came out, mm-hmm. just like people who didn't grow up watching The Goonies and stuff like that, you watch, you turn around and try to watch that stuff now and you're like, I don't get it. Well, don't, don't talk shit on the Goonies. <laughs> no, because I love the Goonies. But I can tell you that yeah. if I try to get someone, like someone in my work who's 20, who never heard of that movie, if I go, like, you should watch the movie The Goonies, they're going to be like, what is this garbage that you have suggested to me? Well, millennials. <laughs> yeah. um, so here, I got the what it opened against. Yep. Truman Show. Okay. Six Days, Seven Nights. Both and are- a Perfect Murder. Yeah, I don't like any of those movies. I don't like any of those movies either. But like, <laughs> completely though, those back in the day when Harrison Ford carried a movie though. Uh, I guess possibly, possibly, yeah, yeah. That's uh, him and Anne Heche, right? Yeah. And that movie bombed. That was like uh, the end of his career for X amount of years. Like he didn't get hardly anything after that. Yeah. And ironically though, that back when uh, to age myself, back when DVD players first came out, mm-hmm. you would get like six or something movies when you bought your dvd player sure that was one of them that was one of them so you've seen it a bunch of times (laughs) so i've seen it two more times than i should admit that i've ever actually that i should have seen it one of the movies i was i bought the like day i bought a dvd player because it was a big deal when you had a dvd player still like a tubed tv yeah (laughs) um was the whole nine yards Nice. I love that movie. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time. It's probably not very great. The sequel or whatever it was. Whole 10 Yards. was garbage. Uh, yes. Correct. <laughs> Accurate. The first one was good because it was like the first one like that. Yeah. It was like a dark, weird comedy. Yeah. Matthew Perry. You know, you're like, isn't this Chandler? Yeah. Bruce Willis. <laughs> and then, yeah. of course, like everything, there's like uh, 10 movies like it that come out after sure. a success. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a weird weekend. I don't, I don't like Truman Show. I don't like no, Perfect sure. Murder. Perfect Murder is not really my, you know, my, uh, I'm not the demographic. Yeah, no. <laughs> Who's in that? Is that uh, Diane Lane? I'm forgetting. I forget too. Anyways. Um, all right. So, yeah. So it came, it was fourth, which is weird because you would think that it would have had a, a better, there's not anything else coming out that's like it that time. You know what I'm saying? It's a summer movie, and I feel like yeah, the like younger audience should have gone to that. But yeah. maybe everyone was hyped up on Truman Show. Yeah, maybe Perfect Murder is Michael Douglas, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Viggo Mortensen. That's a weird. I like. I have nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the one where Diane Lane's like banging a younger guy. Uh, no, that was like. Um... It was something about like a fair or something like that. Yeah, this is a good. This is good podcasting yes. right now. <laughs> All right, so going back to can't hardly wait. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, it's just I rewatched it. I was like, I really want to like it. I'm all jacked for the podcast, and then I was just like, eh, okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you want to get into the categories? Sure. All right. So most watchable scene. Um, I have the introduction to the senior class. You know, it's just the opening. It, it gives all of their all of their uh, yearbook entries and their quotes, yeah. right? Kind of inter- introduces you to all the characters because there's a ton. A there's a ton of people yeah. in this movie. Two questions about that: One, do they make this movie anymore in the movies? Like, does this movie come out as a theatrical release, or is this like a straight to Netflix? It's a Netflix movie. Now. It is right. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like they make this movie, you know, twice a year on Netflix. Yes, <laughs> Netflix makes every type of movie. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> That's how they get fair, your money. Fair, fair enough. But this particularly, like this coming of age, teenage, like, yeah, uh, it's, I don't want to say raunchy, because it's not really a raunchy comedy. No. But this movie gets made on Netflix. It does was not. This, was this before um, all the American Pie movies? It had to be, right? Because if this came out after, it wouldn't 98, it's got to be. But this is, this is, yeah, this is, this is going after, I guess it's going after the same demographic, but it's a, it's a different type of movie yeah. than those. Yeah, yeah it, it, I, I got to imagine it I was. Imagine, or right around that same time. Just yeah. because of the success of that. 
Yeah, I wonder which ones are better. Because I don't care for the American Pie movies at all. No. I didn't think they were funny at the time. I barely thought the first one was funny. Yeah. And then all the other ones after that were okay. awful. So speaking of the cards, they're, they're not cards, but the, uh, the yearbook entries. Yeah. I got a couple questions. Okay. <laughs> I want to go through the list, and I want to see if you can tell me what character they are. <clears throat> as far as their quotes? Their quotes. Okay. All right. So here we go. A true friend stabs you in the back. Uh, Don't do you have these written down? No, I, I have the names of the of characters. A bitch. <laughs> Was that Denise? That's Denise. Okay, um, I'm horrible with names. Like, it, you're good. You, names. you can describe them. Okay. Um, I'd rather see the world from a different angle or from another angle. Oh no, me. that was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer I've Love never Hewitt. Seen that on Amanda. There. Amanda. <laughs> Picture me rolling. Uh, that has got to be um, Seth Green. Kenny. Kenny. So that's a classic yeah. Tupac song. Yeah. <laughs> Beware all enterprises that require new clothes. Ooh, that's going to be the hardest one. That's going to be the hardest one. <laughs> that's not William, is it? No. Not William. No, he's got like a geekier one. Uh, I do not know. Okay, that's Preston. Okay. Just win, baby. That's got to be Mike Dexter. That's Mike Dexter. That, that is Al Davis. That's the quote from the uh, old owner of the Oakland Raiders. All great spirits have... Always encountered violent opposition from mediocre mediocre minds. Now, that's got to be William. <laughs> that's William. Yeah. I mean, you did pretty good. You only yeah. missed one. Yeah. So good, man. Good job. So you know yeah, the characters. I've never paid attention to the, the Preston's one. <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it's a writer, like it's a, an author's quote that he, yeah. he uses. Because obviously they're all famous quotes. Yeah. Um, okay, so then you have D- uh, Denise and Kenny get stuck in the bathroom. Again, that's a long scene kind of broken into multiple like cuts essentially. So I think that's funny. Um, The take me back scene where Mike is talking to Amanda to get him to, he realizes like he's made mistakes (laughs) and he's like trying to get her back and it's in the, in the, in the group and he, it's the great line. My favorite line of the movie, Amanda. I still say that to someone at my work. Yeah. Yeah. If their name's Amanda, you have to say it. Default. Yeah. And then the, who is Preston Myers scene where Jennifer Love Hewitt's talking to Jason Siegel yeah. and the weird the other weird guy. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is Jason Siegel doing to the watermelon? I don't know. He's going at that thing though. Well he's clearly made it into a <laughs> vagina. <laughs> and he's doing weird things to it, which apparently was like his own he did it on his own. Like that wasn't in the script. I can't imagine to give him that direction. Now carve this out. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And yes. It's weird. It's creepy, but it makes me laugh every time. Do you have any scenes you want to add to that? Um, I had like the start of the party, which is like everyone arriving and then like setting up and, and which is still kind of a continuation of, cause they're still doing the, they do the, um, yeah, the, the, the card book yeah. snaps like deep into the movie. Yeah. Cause they do, they've, they've pushed through all of them already. And then I think at that point, the only one they still do is Amanda's Yeah, at the, at the party. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other scene I have, um, is the whole pay phone drive it through okay scene with jenna elfman jenna elfman um barry manilow barry manilow it's yeah. gotta be the most love he's ever gotten in a movie for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know <laughs> i I'm think ima- at the time I'm i had imagining. never even heard a barry manilow song you've never you didn't know who barry barry manilow I knew who was? He was i okay. couldn't tell you what he sung though. mandy yeah well yeah I you like Co- you know coco cabana coco <laughs> cabana or whatever it is I, I know these things, but like it's not like I actually knew that that was him. I just knew that. They're song. in your mind as a pop culture reference, but you yes. don't know who yes. Barry Manilow is. Okay. I, I mean, I knew who he was. I just hadn't connected him with any music other than the movie, right. which is in the song right. or movie. Um, I would also say that the scene where they introduce um, where Preston talks about the first time that he saw um, Amanda Beckett. Okay. Where it's that whole cut yeah. scene yeah, yeah. with the fog and everything. That's like a little like scene within the scene. Yeah, yeah. That's a good scene. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Pop tarts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so All right. Be- breakfast pastry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what would you pick for your favorite scene if you had to pick one? Um, or, the, or the most watchable scene? The scene that will make you stop doing what you're doing to watch? Probably that one. That, that, that beginning that, one. Yeah, it's okay. just because it's so like goofy. Yeah, I like... Uh, I would say the, the just the introduction, like the beginning of the movie. I think it starts off really strong, all yeah. the way up till, like you said, into the party. Yeah, because you go through like William talking to his friends about yeah. what they're gonna do. So that probably like fifteen to twenty minutes is pretty strong. I probably yeah. I probably watch that part. Which I found out in the in the special features that <clears throat> the writing partners that 
wrote and directed this movie together. Which, right. like, this looking at their IMDb is like the only thing they did. That Correct. That's why I didn't even I mention ever, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still together. Apparently, they're doing some like YouTube straight to YouTube like uh, original show hmm. right now. That's what this would have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But like, in order to get funding for this, it, as them being the directors on it, they had to do like they had to prove to the um, uh, that they could direct, and so they they like storyboarded that scene, that whole beginning intro okay. scene, and that was like, like their so pitch. They probably put a lot more effort into that possibly yeah. than they did the rest of the movie, which is why it's so much stronger. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's interesting. I didn't know that. All right, standout performance. Now, I say this with a grain of salt. Nobody is nobody's great in this <laughs> movie, um, but there are people who are still enjoyable. Um, so I have Peter Fascinelli as Mike Dexter, Ethan Embry as Preston Myers, and Charlie. Corsmo, is that how you say it? As William. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's William uh, Fleming. William Lechner. Oh, sorry, yeah. Lechner. Lechner, yeah. yeah. Lechner is his name in the movie. So who do you want to add to that? Uh, nobody. I think I think I think it was a standout performance for Ethan, because I don't think he had like really like he'd been in other movies, but I like he he was definitely the main yeah. focus of this movie. So Ethan Embry, which I know the love runs deep in your family. <laughs> Um, is that still your wife's number one? Uh, if not number one, it will permanently be in top 10. Yeah. Sure. Hall, he's Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Um, doesn't hurt that he's a cool guy though. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice. The, well, they, they all, I mean, everybody that I've ever met that was in this movie, apparently it seems pretty nice for the most part. He, uh, I'm trying to think like what, what I think of when I think of Ethan Embry. So it's either this or Pop that thing you do. <laughs> i don't know why he's the bass player from that thing you do no for sure he for, yeah for some reason like he draws your focus a little bit in that movie yeah I, like I, but i'm you know you're um, all over if the I'm place sitting next to my wife my focus is on him anyway so. yeah yeah for sure <laughs> it has to be um everybody that that see that i would say he's the he gives the standout performance in this movie as well everybody from this movie is when I see them in other things, oh yeah, they were in Can't, Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why. Again, I don't love this movie, but everybody from this movie that I see in other things is, oh yeah, they were, with the exception of maybe Seth Green. Yes. Even Jennifer Love Hewitt, for me, is this. Not Party of Five. It's no. not, uh, I know what you did last summer. It's this. Which I guess I found out that I know what you did last summer came out. They, like, it came out the summer before. So like while they were filming this. It came out, so they didn't know that she. I mean, she was on Party of Five or whatever from before, but I guess they didn't realize that she was. She kind of got a jump into more stardom. Yeah. After that, which was like, you know, I was never a big Jennifer Love Hewitt guy. No, I mean she's a smoke show in this movie, but yeah, like, but I, I don't know. I just for whatever reason I was never. Yeah. For some reason, I always put together her and Nev Campbell. I don't know about that. Was, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying maybe because of the Party of Five thing. Yeah. Um, but I always found myself more like drawn to Nev Campbell, not looks wise or anything, just like actress, actress wise. And probably because of Scream, I would imagine. Yeah. I don't know why. I just think she's a better actress all around. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, love you. It's like, eh, like, oh, yeah, she has a really <laughs> big head. Yeah. And she's like <laughs> done. I mean, she stayed busy. Yeah, man. She's like, had that dog shit CBS show Ghost Whisperer for like forever. Ghost Whisperer? Horse Whisperer? Ghost Whisperer. Ghost Whisperer. Not Horse Whisperer. And then Whisperer. she had that like one where she was like a madam or something like that. Oh, she's and on that 911 show now. Yeah, she stays employed. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, that CBS so, audience loves Jennifer Love Hewitt. CBS audience loves a lot of weird people, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it, it's it's going to be Ethan Embry. Um, but I, I like Peter Fascinelli. Yeah. Fascinelli? 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 In this movie quite a bit as well as Mike Dexter. Yeah. All right, worst performance. It's got to be Jennifer Love Hewitt. For me, it's Melissa Joan Hart. I cannot so, stand her. I got Melissa movie. Joan Hart in the next category. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't know that she's in the movie enough to be like... I thought of that at first, but then like she keeps fucking popping up all the time. <laughs> is it a bad performance or is it what they're telling her to do? Because I assume it's that they... probably both. Okay. I mean, no, one, no one's given a great performance. No. Let's, just, let's no. just call a spade a spade. But it's a movie of like a million people who I guess were like on the cusp of like bigger breaks yeah it it is but like, it, like you like almost every one liner in this movie is by someone that you're like oh i've seen them in x number of things since then sure sure 
I guess, so if I have to think about this, this had to come out around the same time as Varsity Blues. Yeah. I much prefer Varsity Blues. For sure, but I think it's a different kind of movie. It is, but it's an ensemble, coming-of-age teen movie. Yeah. But it took itself a a little bit more seriously, though. Well, I mean, nobody's taking Varsity Blues serious. (laughs) It's a a heavier topic. (laughs) Yeah. And it's more adult-themed. Um, and it's sports related, um, so it's not as, as tongue in cheek, but it's it's pretty over the top. Like it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they go to a strip club and their teacher is a stripper, <laughs> as seniors in high school. I forgot so that. yeah, yeah. And then the big dude asks her if she'll go to prom with him. Yeah. So the next day at school. So just saying, it doesn't take itself too seriously either. Um, but I get you. Like Melissa Joan Hart is pretty terrible. She is. But for me, I look at her as that's like that character was supposed to be yeah. terrible. And maybe, maybe like I can't quite uh, isolate the two because the other person I had on the list was the creepy cousin. Creepy cousin. Creepy but cousin. again, he's supposed to be but creepy he's supposed cousin. To be, he's good at being creepy. I yeah, guess. but I think I don't think they're in the movie enough to to warrant like they're terrible because they're just not in it enough. Like no. Jennifer Love Hewitt is the female star of this movie, and she looks like big eyed and like dopey and not under like she looks like she can't process what's happening <laughs> like she's the first day of high school and she's still trying to get i don't know man it's terrible yeah. it's not a good look it's, no. it's not good it's not it actually annoys me a little bit <laughs> um all right so you're going with creepy cousin or melissa joan hart yes. perfect <laughs> jamie fox award for overacting i'm gonna put the whole cast in the movie True. Every true. single person. The, but, the the two that like stood out more for me this time were uh, um, Williams' two nerdy sure uh, the X Men friend or yeah. the X Files friends X Files friends yeah. okay yeah um, buddies for sure for sure <laughs> I'm gonna put if I can't put the whole cast in because that seems a, a bit aggressive I'm gonna say Sarah, uh, Seth Seth Green and Melissa Joan Hart for me are the two most overacting. Yeah, Seth Green is not as egregious. Like Kenny is funny, but it's still a lot to deal with. It's the yeah. outfit too. Like I knew kids and <laughs> like that in high school. That's probably why I bothered because that probably sh- like struck the closest <laughs> to home for me because I knew a lot of kids like you that. Flashback your own closet? No, not me. I didn't have like that. It wasn't that that hardcore. Um, but yeah, it was a lot, a lot going on there. And then Melissa Joan Hart's terrible. Yes. Like she's just signed my yearbook. Like get fucked. Yeah. Fuck off. Not interested in your Not yearbook. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone else was either. No, nobody else was was like that. Do you have either one of those type of people in your high school? Uh, or anybody you were close to? People, yeah. I had people who, they weren't like shoving the yearbook in your face, but they had like extreme school spirit. Okay. Yeah. And you were just like, I'm not I interested. Was just, I was so far from that in high school. Did I, you hang out with anybody like any of these people in this movie? I would have been ha- hanging out with uh, like Preston and uh, Denise. Okay. Just like I was so out of high school that like I took uh, community college school in the summer so I could graduate early. Because it's just like because you're like I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. All right. (laughs) It's funny that Denise and Preston are friends because Preston, by all accounts, seems like a really nice guy, and Denise is just a bitch. (laughs) She's got nothing but a dark outlook, and he has like a bright and shiny outlook. Because, like, he's going to finally, like, get his girl. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not always the, like, happy, shiny guy. But, like, she's a lot for me, even. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just, woe yeah. is me. Nobody notices me. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Because yeah. <laughs> I like Preston. I like Preston in this movie a lot. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Amanda deserves Preston. No. Yeah. I don't think that relationship lasts. Do you think they're still together? No. Doesn't it say they're still together? It does. They, it didn't work out. No, that train was the last time they saw each other. Yeah. Well, no, they might have hung out for a little bit, like maybe like a year. And then he was like, you're just, just completely dumb and annoying and you're not nearly as hot as you used to be. And he's trying to like quote Vonnegut to her. And she's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. It's got to be right. She spent too much time in in with the jocks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, ruined her. Yeah. Is Kenny and Denise still together? Uh, They're probably those people that never get married and constantly like... Uh, break up and then keep getting back together. They for sure had a kid out of wedlock really quick. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and now they're like in the same city. Yeah. He works at like the, the the convenience store. Every once in a while, they try to make it work again. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, they still live in that same same city. I don't even. It's, I don't even remember what city it's in. Uh, they never even really talk about what city it's in. But like, then I would just always assume it's in Los Angeles, which was also weird because they always talk about like, oh. You know, this person is coming to our town. I'm just like, you live in Los Angeles. Of course, they're coming to your town. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. 
<laughs> but then he takes a train somewhere. Yeah. I don't even I don't do they even Union Station though. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, um Jenna Elfman a real person? Or was she like an illusion that or Yeah, like, like some sort of entity like helping him get through? I don't know, but she's kind of a bitch to hang up on the phone on him. Seriously. But uh, that's that's, like, the, that's what always bugs me. I'm just like she walks up and for somehow she already knows the other two phones are broken. Sure. Without even like glancing at them. Sure. And just fucking like grabs that phone and knocks it out when she could just wait for two minutes from the vicious damn phone call. Yeah, but she's like, <laughs> if, if you got to look at what holds up the best, that thing holds up because yes. like that's how Americans are. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't give a My shit's more important than your shit. Get fucked. Yeah. That's. Yeah. The, I always feel like they're trying to in this like super lighthearted corny movie. They're trying to give you like a little something deeper with her. Like she's supposed to legitimately be like an angel or looking out for him somehow because she does everything he needs. Yeah. And maybe that's just me trying to find something different in the movie. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You're thinking too deep. It's, um, <laughs> she's a stripper deep. angel. <laughs> she's a stripper angel and that's who she is. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, who did the most of the least? So I have two, I have two people. I have Jerry O'Connell as Trick McNeely because yeah. he's my, my favorite part of yeah. the whole movie. He is so yeah. defeated in yeah. life. Just drinking beers, wearing a polo. Make yeah. sure you get rubber, rubber flip-flops. I got warts <laughs> on my feet. Yeah. Or Jason Siegel as Matt the Watermelon Guy. Oh, <laughs> Who man. also, that's what I think of for Jason Siegel. I don't know why. He's molesting a watermelon. <laughs> I had both those. And I also had uh, the guy who kept stealing stuff. Okay. In the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed him more this time than I think I had even prior. Like I even saw like dirt when the uh, the Love Burger was going was doing a concert. He was stealing one of their shirts from the piles in right. the background. Right. Um. Uh. Would you say Jenna Elfman does the most does the most release because she's she like could. she's super memorable yeah. and like, but she's only in it for a short period of time. She could. Um, I, I don't. I don't love that character. Like, it's a it's a significant like part of the movie um, because it really like it goes one of two ways if if he doesn't speak to her or if he doesn't get to talk to Barry Manilow yeah Um, so that's really where they make it like it hinges on that conversation to turn around yeah I don't think that she's super memorable I don't really like Jenna Elfman that much Um, but that role is you know that's a significant role in the movie yeah so I can I can understand why you'd want to say that yeah um, it's gotta be for me. It's gotta be Trip McNeely. It's gotta be Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, just coming in, shooting hot, <laughs> drinking beers, burping. Yeah, it's a uh, you know, I don't know. All right. Yeah, <laughs> but you're gonna say you're gonna say Jenna Elfman. Um, Jenna Elfman and a dude stealing about stuff, and and Freddie Rodriguez. Freddie Rodriguez for the guy who's whose character name was Jock Number Three. Right. You definitely remember him from this movie. Well, yeah, all his douchebag like <laughs> friends, all three of them, because aren't two of the three are like actually went on to do other things, right? The black guy too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the the creepy white guy. I remember, like, I feel like he was one of those dudes that was doing like the scary movie or scare I'm, whatever those I'm like, sure. garbage yeah. things are. We're in the tw- you know two thousands. Okay. Uh, then next category is: Does this hold up? Does this hold up? Yeah. Um, so this is the, this is the. Um, does this st- would this still work today? So I have two things I want to add: homophobic slurs. There's yeah. a lot of There's homophobic lot of slurs, yeah. And just the idea of nerds. So hear me out here, right? 1998, 1999, when this movie comes out, like a nerd is someone who, like, stays in the parents' basement, like plays video games, whatever. The idea of nerds in 2019 is like everybody's a nerd, right? That's how they try to pitch everything. Yeah. Every like being a nerd now is cool, which it wasn't 20 years ago. People made fun of those people. People bullied them. Where now the idea of nerd is like, oh, you're into pop culture. Oh, you're an attractive girl and you put glasses on and you like video games and you're a <laughs> fake Instagram model. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a nerd. So like the idea of nerdum is completely different than how it is. And I'm personally offended by that. It bothers me. Um, but yeah, I just think that's, that's such bullshit. And I think that's more of a realistic... Uh, like a, that's what that's how they were then. Like that's a, a better picture yeah. of how like nerds were outcasted and bullied. And like in my high school, they were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where now, yeah. that's I don't think that's how it is as much. They're much more isolated, and the things that they were into were not necessarily like in. Not everyone was watching. Sure. You know? And now that everything's accessible everywhere, I feel like it, that uh, the differences are getting blurred. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. Yeah. If it came out 20 years ago, might be more considered more of a nerd thing. Yeah. If 
someone was reading his the Game of Thrones books and the movies that never <laughs> yes. came out, they'd be like, what yeah. the fuck are you reading? Yeah. Like, what is that, Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're a nerd. Now everybody, that's like the, one of the biggest pop culture shows ever. Yeah. So now it's like more acceptable where then it wasn't. So I think it's a better representation in the in, in yeah. 1999 than that would be now. So like, would you say that, I mean, obviously we're not in high school. Would you think that the differences between people in high school now are less? I don't know. I think that social media has has changed that maybe for the better. Like it's made you more almost accepting of certain things. Like you're... But are people really real on social media? No, 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 no. But the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think... You're, I, easy, you're more easily connected to other people. I would say you're, that... You're like exposed even, to more now. Even if you're a true nerd now, you're, you're, uh, you're much more open to other people who like the same stuff as you, even if they don't live right next to you. So let, there's a caveat to that. So there are still like the quote unquote nerds, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the stereotypical what you think of as a nerd still now. And they're still not... They're still ostracized, yeah. right? They're still not... They're still not accepted. Okay, but the idea of nerd now is different. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, because people call themselves a nerd. Correct. And they're not really. Correct. Yeah. Like, oh, I throw glasses on. I, 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 I watch Marvel movies. I must be a nerd. Well, no, you're not. You're someone who likes movies <laughs> and you have fucking bad movie, eyesight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Zach, like Zach Levi. Okay. Yeah. Zachary Levi, Shazam, is a quote unquote nerd. Now, whether he is or not, I don't know. He appears to be really into this stuff, but he's also a very handsome man yeah. who is talented and charming. So the idea of him being a nerd, people are like, yeah, I can get with that. Like, I like nerds. Nerds are attractive. <laughs> well, no. Do you like the over, you know, the, do you like the hairy, like heavy set gentleman who smells <laughs> a little bit, who legitimately plays like Dungeons and Dragons and has no social skills? Like, do you like him or do you like the handsome yeah. guy who quote unquote is a nerd? So I think the idea of nerds is what people are more accepting of now, where, where again, the actual like nerd, someone who's socially awkward, things like that, people are still not okay yeah, with. Yeah. Perfect example. We're going off a tangent. I'm, I'm going here. <laughs> is again Comic Con, right? Yeah. Comic Con like no in 1998. Yeah. Comic Con was quote unquote nerds. Like, why would you want to go to that? And you could walk up and get badges. Yeah. Now that nerds are cool and it's pop culture, you can't get badges anymore. Yeah. But I would also say like. Which also, like you said, might be because of the whole social media thing. Like, Com- uh, Comic Con has definitely opened itself up to being more like uh, mainstream. Yeah, it's more pop culture now. Yeah. No, for sure. As soon as they started, you know, as soon as like big movies started going, Twilight being one of the first ones, then it became more of a, a pop culture mainstream thing. But 20 years ago, it wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was, and there was still pop culture stuff there. It just wasn't as. Um, publicized and again social media obviously helps things like that yeah so yeah anyways that was does this still hold up do you have anything you want to add to that (laughs) (laughs) obviously all of kenny's whole outfit oh it's terrible it's terrible but that stuff's coming back now because the 90s fashion is popular it all circles around it's all cyclical yes um gossiping in person do people still actually gossip in person or is it all digital no i try not to talk to many people in person (laughs) it doesn't because like but even even how much okay i'll ask you how much communication do you do face to face or how much communication do you do via text with people outside my work it's like well yeah you have to talk to people in your work but you're not gossiping with them i would imagine a little bit maybe (laughs) <laughs> okay we don't want to say <laughs> no 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 not really gossiping um yeah it's all it's all like text or, or yeah or social media or whatever yeah i mean with the exception of my wife and people at my work um all my interactions during the day is via text i'm yeah. not talking to anybody on the phone it's all via text or like talk. dming like funny <laughs> memes to damien because we like to watch people <laughs> slam uh so yeah it's all it's all via te- technology yeah. So yeah, if I talk shit, which you know we it happens, it's almost always digital. Yeah, yeah. Which is also like it kind of leads to the other thing I have here, which is pay phones or like calling into a radio station. For like, sure, nobody does that. Anymore. Or just you listening know? to a radio station. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. <laughs> Nicolette um, will. My wife is still one of the only people I know that actually listens to the radio, and I'm like, what? The, I can't do it. Turn. I can't listen to commercials anymore. No. No. It drives me crazy, and the quality, the sound quality, it's all crazy. No, I mean, I basically just listen. If I'm in my car, I'm most like 99% of the time just listening to podcasts. Yeah, or I just listen to Spotify. Yeah. And, and it's either podcasts or playlists or whatever. 
again, this is an interesting thing with movies in the 90s because specifically the 90s because a lot of the stuff still looks similar to how it looks now, right? But yeah. there's no technology. Yeah, you're missing a phone in the hand. Not one person yeah. in this movie has a phone. No. Actually, nobody even has a page. Well, Kenny probably has a pager. I think they mentioned him yeah. possibly having a pager. And I, and I was watching um, someone had a... Uh, had a uh, like a, one of those throwaway cameras, mm, taking disposable like click, taking a picture click. in the party. And I was yeah. like, "Wow, if there's a party now, there'd be like a thousand times more pictures okay. going out there." Interesting. <laughs> Technology is always a, always one you can throw into these usually because yes. you're like, it's just it's it's, 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 it's weird now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then I have. Uh, well, what, what do you think? What what doesn't hold up the most? Um. Probably the because it's a party and it's high school and it's graduation. Probably the lack of social media or for sure or technology. Okay, yeah, yeah I, that's a great one. I, for me, it's the idea of nerds because I just told you for fifteen yeah. minutes how annoyed I am. <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, that party now is like everybody's on social media. Yeah. Like, do you even go to the party? Or you just experience it via like Instagram Live <laughs> through your probably, stories. Probably, right. but like also the. I don't know. It's probably not something that just doesn't hold up, but just maybe never would have happened. It's like all these people wouldn't have ever gone to the same party anyways. I, yeah, I never, I mean, in high school, I never experienced something like this, like a party of this size ever. Yeah. You know, you just, I mean, I went to parties, you know, you have parties, but you're usually around the same. The same people you're hanging out with. For the most any, part. Yeah. You know, you might maybe be. Maybe a few. You might be around like friends of friends. Yeah. But you guys are still almost all like like-minded. Maybe it's all, you know, you guys are all into sports or. You know, you're all into whatever you're into. Because I had a pretty eclectic group of friends in high school. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were all around. There's like 20 of us, you know, whether it was a small circle, extended circle, but there's probably like 20, 25 of us. Yeah. And then whoever we were dating, it wasn't like this. Yeah, it wasn't like this. No. Yeah. There's also, I guess there's drinking, but not a ton of drinking. They're just drinking beer. Which I, I'm, did I have that on there? Oh yeah, drinking <laughs> at parties. I'm like, I put only drinking at parties? Question mark. I'm just sure. like, I feel like even then you wouldn't have only been just drinking. Yeah, but they're not getting the pot. They're not getting pot or anything else, and getting the rating they got. Because I would imagine this movie's PG-13. For sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So let's go to the next category. Okay. So this still holds up. I have two things. Soundtrack. Soundtrack's pretty strong still. Yes. Um, and then the idea of high school movies, like Graduation Day. This is a movie that will always be made. Yes. Year yes. after year. Yeah. Maybe not to this extent. Again, maybe not a theatrical release. Maybe straight to DVD. Fucking Hallmark movie. Netflix movie. Hulu movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it'll always be made. Yeah. And there's something that's romanticized about graduation day in high school. Yeah. High school stu- it just sucks. So high there's nothing sucks. fun about high school. Yeah. There is nothing fun. I don't think there'll ever be anything fun about high school. It's no. like that weird. It's like the thing that happens to you in the most awkward, weird part of your life. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, you're the, you're super impressionable. You don't know who you are. It's yeah. it's a you're not making any money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't know what you want to do. It's a bad time. It's not a good time. time. So for me, those are the two things that still hold up. What do you got? The other thing I had to hold it, held up was Jenna Elfman assuming that Ethan was in love with Barry Manilow. The fact that she was open to him, like being in love with a dude. Okay. In, in like a movie, then like felt was was it, a little bit more ahead of its time. Sure. But now in 2019, it's like way more acceptable than it would have been there. Yes. That, yeah, no, I yeah. get that. That's a good one. Anything else? That's all. All right. So that's got to be your, <laughs> yeah. that's got to be it for you yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a good one. I didn't even think about it. I like it. Uh, for me, it's the idea of graduation. So this is a first in the podcast. Would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it? And if so, who would he play? It wouldn't be better. Gary Oldman's got no place in this movie. <laughs> I was like, I was like, the only adult man in this movie was the cops. So he would have had to have been like yep. one of the four cops. Doesn't work. Busting the, that would have been it. Nope. Gary Oldman's not going to be cop number two running into the, <laughs> doesn't work. So that's it. simple, simple. No. I am still obsessed about trying to see him in a comedy movie though. I mean, he's in Friends. I know. I, you always <laughs> mention the Friends. Yes, he was, he did a comedy spot on Friends. But I feel like the dude should give himself a shot and try yeah. yeah, I don't know. Dude's in like his 60s. I'm sure he's... He's, he's like, I'm done. Yeah, you know? he's sweet spotted into what I'm he cruising. does and that's what he's going to do. Yeah. All right. Most memorable line. Uh, a man, duh, from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I gots to have sex tonight, yeah. Kenny. Why y'all got to waste my flavor? <laughs> from Kenny. Uh, oh, just so you know, judging me... It, can't talk. <laughs> just so you know, judging from my little experience, I kind of believe in fate. It just works in really fucked up ways sometimes. So Denise, with her super optimistic yeah. outlook on life. Um, and you know, William, from this light, you somewhat resemble David Duchovny. Yeah. 
So those are my favorite lines from the movie. What do you got? I have uh, I can't feel my legs. I have no legs. Oh yeah, <laughs> William. Um, allergic to dancing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, I love the line when they're starting the concerts when they say, anyone want a love burger? Well done. <laughs> How have we not talked about any of the people in that band yet? You have what? Donald Faison, Breckenmeyer. Yes. yes. All right. Go ahead, Which Nick. I guess Breckenmeyer was supposed to be um, uh, the spot. Uh, he was supposed to do um, Seth Green's oh, okay. role, but was on like Studio 54, whatever that movie was, yeah. overlapped. And so they could only have him for like a day and then so they shot all that stuff with him in the band and then they had to get got they it. brought in his you know his friend uh seth green to fill the role for the other part got it all right um i've got uh let's see here um which is also like a fun scene where they go like mike dexter's a god mike, mike dexter's a role model and then they cut to the nerds we're going <laughs> mike dexter's an asshole right <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and then the whole monologue about her when she first arrives at school and pulling out the pop tart, right? Or her, his uh, his whole monologue, his uh, strawberry pop tart, the same breakfast pastry that I was consuming at that exact moment. It's, yeah, it's fate. It's got to be. What's your favorite? Uh, probably Amanda. Amanda, because I still use it like. Whenever I hear someone's name is Amanda, like in my mind, I'm already saying that line. <laughs> you already it hear, comes out vocally. You already not. hear Mike Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. For me, it's either Amanda or it's got to be, you know, William from this light. He somewhat <laughs> yeah. resembled David Duchovny. <laughs> I love that line. All right. Oh, man. The Samwise Gamgee Award for biggest wet blanket. It's really nobody. I got nobody in this movie. Denise is kind of a wet blanket. She doesn't want to do anything. The girl hosting the party. The girl blanket? hosting the party is a wet blanket yes. for sure, but yes. understandably so. Understandably so, but like at the same Someone, time, like you, why would you ever put yourself in the position if you got a house that nice where you're throwing a party? In I agree. <laughs> Let's just put her in there then. Yeah. Done. Done. I don't know what your name is. Never yeah. seen you in anything else. Girl in a hosting party. Yep. Period. Girl sm- smelling people's shoes. Yeah. What do you wish there was more of in this movie? I got one thing. More pop tarts. I, I want more of his uh, like love backpack that he was carrying around. Dude, that, thing that thing is thing creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> Scented candles. Yes. The the oh, the, the book. What are feathers? <laughs> Oils. Yeah. Was it the Kama Sutra book? Yeah. It's yeah. Creepy. He was like stretching too. Yeah, man. It's, the whole thing is creepy. So you want more? You want more creepiness? I want. More of that. I want was... You want more weirdness? Like I've never, I've never even heard of anyone having anything like that. No, it was man. Just so perfect. <laughs> That's weird. All right. <laughs> Whose movie is it? So I have, I have three people. So I have, so the idea of this. So people have asked, what does this mean? So a couple people on the podcast have asked. A couple people who listen have asked. When I say whose movie is it, what am I actually meaning? So I mean like, who do you associate this movie with? Not necessarily like who was the star of the movie, but when you think of this movie, who do you think of? Doesn't have to be a person. Yeah. It could be the soundtrack. It could be the director. It could be the writer. It could be anything. So I guess I need to retitle the the, the question. Um, for me though, in this category, it would be actually people. I don't have any, it's not the soundtrack or anything like that. So it's it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, Ethan Embry, or like everybody. Because like I said yeah. earlier, majority of people in this movie, when I see them and other stuff, oh yeah, they were in Can't Hardly Wait. Almost yeah. everybody, except for yeah. Seth Rogen or Seth Green, maybe Jason Siegel, which he's not really a star of this movie, and maybe Breckenmeyer. But even Brecken, I guess Breckenmeyer, I think, a clueless. Yeah, yeah, but no, I'm I'm like you. Like if I see people from this movie, no matter how small of a role they are, yeah, I always go, oh, from from Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, um, I would say another thing that I might think like I feel like this, whose movie this is, it might be Preston's letter. Okay. Like, even though it was like kind of almost like a little character in its own because it was like he was always holding on to it. He was about to give it. He throws it away. It tracks yeah. its way back to her. Yeah, no, that's that's a good one. I mean, I don't personally think of it, um, but I, I mean, I could see because it has even that sh- that scene where it gets stepped on. Yeah. Then it gets like, rolled up yeah, on, the, yeah. on the on the on uh, the path traveling. Yeah, yeah. It goes yeah. from one thing to the other. Keg stepped on, then somehow ends up like on her lap. Yeah. All right. Perfectly. So what is that? Is that what it would be for you? Uh, is his letter? Because that's a weird one. But I dig it. 
It's weird. I mean, like I would say it's it, like it's Preston or it's Letter, um, okay. but also like uh, the music. Probably. Soundtrack. Yeah. Soundtrack's pretty strong. Yeah. For, for like, it was definitely like very ni- late 90s when it came out. It's very time specific. Yeah. Very era specific. All right. And it was kind of like the, it was like if it, if they didn't break out because of the soundtrack, it was like for Blink-182, it was definitely like that whole, like when they're running out of the party and they play that whole song. Yeah. Like, I think that may have been like the first time I heard them. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I had heard them before that, but that's off of like their second album yeah. before like Travis Barker was their drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's good. That's a good point. Yeah, the soundtrack's strong. I mean, if you like this this era of music, which it's hit or miss for me, it's it's pretty strong. Yeah. All right. Guns N' Roses had a bit of like a resurgence too from it. Yeah. This would be the classic <laughs> movie that like their their iTunes, you know, downloads would have gone up if it was like now. <laughs> yes, because yes. Of this. Yeah, they would have got a bump from it. Yeah. Um, all right. So last question, unless you have anything else you want to mention. I know you have four, four uh, pages <laughs> I've got of notes. lots of fun facts. Do it. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Throw some out. So, I mean, speaking of the Guns N' Roses song, that wasn't actually supposed to be the original song that they had. They had some... Um, see, my problem is I think I have too many notes. <laughs> I don't know. Find stuff on the fly. I don't here. know how you could have this many notes about Can't Hardly Wait. Because I looked stuff up and I was like, no, nah, this isn't that interesting. No, I don't really like this one. So I'm interested to see, because like the couple things you said already, I didn't see those things. So I'm, I'm interested. Uh, they had a, there was another band that they were supposed to have be that song, but they couldn't get the rights to it. Okay. And so this was like their fault. Guns N' Roses was like, sure. Which was like, but this song was like so perfect for that thing. I, I, I remember because I was like last night I watched the, the I like the clip for the other song and I was just like no <laughs> sure it could never have been that spot I mean Guns N' Roses was like one of the biggest bands ever yeah, <laughs> for a while yeah. I mean obviously it was you know five six seven years before this movie came out but yeah. I would imagine it cost them like a lot of money to get the rights to this song I think it was just other people just said no period not that like they wouldn't, huh. wouldn't it wasn't a money thing maybe maybe weird uh, okay um what else what do you got let's see here <laughs> Four sorry, pages. Sorry. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that uh, about on the making of where they were talking about how um, when when uh, Ethan Embry came in to do to uh, like read for it, read for the role. Apparently, like two nights or two days before, he had decided to go skateboarding with no shoes and no shirt down a hill they had never gone down before and like he ended up going like 45 miles an hour like lost control and like freaking ate it okay where where he came to to read like he had just shaven his head for some reason he had sunglasses on because he had like a he had like a bruise on his eye from that and then like from his neck all the way down his right arm was like like burn tape like road rash yeah and so, <laughs> but they like they loved them but apparently, like they said, it was like the hardest thing for them to convince the studio to hire him based on this tape of his audition. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what he looks like now, though, right? Yes, shaved yeah. head. Yeah, kind of like muscle, mus- muscular, like tattooed now. Yeah. Right? Doesn't he have like a big tattoo across his chest? He's got tattoos all over. Yeah. 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 What a weirdo. <laughs> super weirdo. <laughs> shaved head tattoos. Yeah. Uh, and I, and there was like several people in the uh, who were talking about like. Peter Facinelli and um, a couple of the other guys like were old enough that they already had kids when they were doing this movie. That's weird. Which is super weird. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I, I I found was uh, Peter I guess got his eye his cornea scratched by his like baby daughter. Okay. And so like there'll be some scenes when when once I heard this and I was watching it again afterwards I'm like oh god that's why this scene is so dark because they'll have only like half his face lit. Oh. <laughs> because his other eye was all fucking red and puffy. <laughs> Dude, this movie has a lot of issues for being like, can't hardly wait. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I guess um, they had previously hired uh, some like fifth, like the only person who was actually supposed to, was going to be a teenager on set was the original guy playing William's role. Okay. Where they were like in a week into filming and just were like, he's just not working out. And so they hired. Um, right. Yeah. Charlie to come out. Yep. Who was at like MIT at the time or something like that? And the only scene that they still have the original kid in uh, is because it's a scene that Breck and Meyer was in was when they're running with the ladder to the pool house to put up on the roof. That's actually the original. You're seeing the back of the head of the original kid with Mike. 
uh, with Mike Dexter, right? Isn't he with Peter Fascinelli? No, it's when he's running with his X file friends. With oh, the at the very at the beginning. To, at the beginning. Okay, at the beginning. Of the, I thought it was at the end when they're running, when they're drunk and their their cops are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and so that's actually that fifteen year old kid who got cut from the movie. Which, so he was the only one who was actually going to be a child, uh, or like, uh, yeah, a, like actually a in high school age appropriate person. <laughs> yeah, because I mean the the Charlie, uh, what the hell's his name? Charlie uh, Corosmo, I guess is his name. Yeah. Corosmo. He was in like a lot of shit when he was in younger. the nineties. Yeah, yeah, he was in Dick Tracy. He was in Hook. He's in like yeah. What About Bob? And then so like he just went to college and nobody yeah, ever I heard from looked him? him up last night he's like went to college and then became a lawyer and now is teaching law at some school back east so he's probably doing better than he potentially yeah i mean <laughs> so he's got he's got eight credits on his imdb right but they're all decent yeah. dick tracy is one of them what about bob is one of them hook is one of them and can't hardly wait is one of them it's pretty fucking solid 50 percent. yeah that's a pretty, pretty good, good yeah. list yeah. for only having eight credits on your imdb yeah and then you have a, from Can't Hardly Wait, he has one other credit in 2018, so 20 years, for a movie <laughs> called Chained for Life. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Came back out of retirement for that? I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm looking at it. It looks terrible. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah, you brought some good stuff. I tried. I, I appreciate tried. it. Yeah. I appreciate it. So last question of the podcast. Okay. We end everyone like this. You know you've listened. Can't hardly wait. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. You want me to give you the percentages again? Sure. 40% critics? 63% audience? I would say um, at the time, <laughs> underrated. Okay. If the critics were giving it 40%. Because sure. it's not that bad. Like, it, it is what it is. Like, for what kind of movie it is, it's good. Okay. I thought. Um Maybe from the audience, more properly rated for my, you know, today's. Yeah. My today, looking back now on, sure. on it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's probably right. I would say it's uh, it's properly rated at like around 63%, 60%. I would say, you know, it's a solid yeah. like, you know, uh, <laughs> D to C. It's not terrible. <laughs> it it's not great. It open third. Yeah. 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 It opened fourth. Fourth. Sorry. Fourth. Yes. That's which, pretty sad. It's not great. It's not great. But and, again. Which like throws me off because like. Like I said, like for everyone who I knew in high school, like we're all about this movie when it came out. Yeah, but I mean, again, it could be the, it could be, that's the, it builds and builds yeah. and builds. So like, you know, you'd want to look at what it did the week after the week after that. So it might not have a strong opening weekend, um, but yeah. it might have been, you know, okay after that. It only made $25 million in yeah. in 98. So yeah. it's not, not a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but it is, I think it does have a place within our generation. It's, it's strongly like cemented in pop culture for someone who's around our age yeah. and this was like one of their coming of age movies or you could relate to it because when this movie came out i was a senior in high school so like i could relate to this yeah. you know what i'm saying somewhat yeah. but for me that my like if i have to think about my coming of age movie in high school or like junior high it was dazed confused which they're not even close in quality oh for sure yeah. <laughs> dazed confused yeah. is legitimately a good movie yes 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 yeah <laughs> and has a great this cast. is a cult classic yes. that is more of a classic classic agreed <laughs> agreed but one is also a very hard r rating yeah and then one is fluff yes all right good fluff but... good fluff yeah yeah, yeah yeah for sure all right buddy uh okay. i appreciate it this was fun did you enjoy yourself yeah yeah, right. no, this was fun. Right. You, you got great uh, orange headphones on, so that's <laughs> that's something. <laughs> and you actually came all the way out here from L.A. to do it, all the way to the greater Orange County area, so that's yeah. cool. You may have been part of the reason why it's just taking so long for that. Could be, could be. You found a fancy uh, uh, convenience fancy. store today with a chandelier in the Chandeliers bathroom. Chandeliers and bathrooms. It's like only in Orange County, right? Welcome to Laguna, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good life down the here. good life or gas costs four dollars and five cents a gallon or something yeah, like to that. be fair it costs four dollars you know plus on the west side of la too. accurate and you we probably don't have you, chandeliers and you have, might get mugged yeah you have homeless people in the bathroom correct yeah <laughs> you have graffiti yeah and out here we have chandeliers yeah it's called white privilege yeah <laughs> all right buddy well i appreciate you being on and we'll do it again okay, okay. thanks all right. as always i want to thank you guys for listening thanks to greg for being on Give us those five-star reviews on iTunes, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Podbean. You can follow us at The Morning Geekdom on Instagram, also at Morning Geekdom on Facebook and Twitter. You can also connect with us via email, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. 
and uh, we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.